Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Can you hear me now? Hello, hello. Mic check, mic check. I just got in myself. Can you hear me? Hello, everyone. Can you hear me? Mic check, mic check, mic check. <laughs> oh, hi, Luke. Can you hear me? Mic check, mic check. Susie, can you hear me? I feel like I'm on an airplane or something. Getting ready to take off. Let me know if you can hear me. I have to test something out. Mic check, mic check. Can you hear me, Sue? Susie! Can you hear me? Mic check, mic check. Test, test, test. Is it turned up? Make sure it's turned up. Mm. 
the player. Hate that thing. I'm playing some hearts, just so we get everybody in here. <clears throat> I don't know what's going on. Well, Luke says he can hear fine. Well, just just stay there, Luke. I'll check on that chat too. Really strange. Yes. I love heart any day, any year. They're amazing. Congrats, Ann Wilson. She has gotten married. Gotten married? Doesn't even sound right. <laughs> I apologize. I still have this sinus stuff going on. I'm allergic to the damn grass, and it won't go away. <laughs> it won't go away. How about them dandelions? Are you guys suffering from dandelions? They're everywhere. Have mercy. 
I tried to log in early, but my computer was freezing. I'm like, seriously, every time. And I got on the computer 15 minutes early, but I didn't get in 15 minutes early. So I apologize for that. But I like to roll around on the grass. <laughs> I will get this musical thing down to a fine T. Right now we are worrying about advertising. I have an advertiser at my high knee, so I have to make them happy first, and then we'll work on the sound for the music. I appreciate your patience. Oh, I love her. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Kinglicious Show. Yeah, I have some of that. How is everyone doing tonight? I am so sorry to start off the show with a rant. With a rant. This is probably the biggest rant. I'm very passionate about things that I love and care about. So <laughs> right now, I've been... Oh, I better, should probably send her a link. Um... Shoot, I need to put this on Twitter. There's a girl that I've been speaking to on Twitter about this. Um, oops, oops, oops. I have slipper fingers. Let me get this up here because we... Here, let me play one more song until I get this going on Twitter. We were in a really heated discussion on Twitter. I don't think I've ever been in such a heated discussion on Twitter, but this is something It just... Ugh, I can't handle it. What song should we listen to? Let's see. Hold on. Heart. Dreams for now. Yeah. I don't even know what website this is. Okay. Play. Don't give me a virus. You're an ass. Why did I have to do that? I have to make sure I get her attention before I talk about it because... Okay, I'll be right with you guys. Let me post this to Twitter. I'll be right back.
Okay, I got her. <clears throat> I probably should have made the show an hour long, huh? Okay, so we got her. I don't know if she'll end up in here. We'll find out. Okay. I'll just play it. Okay, so the issue is there is a new TMNT coming out. It's TMNT 2. Megan Fox. You know, in the first one, I couldn't stand her. I don't. I can't stand Megan Fox. I think I dislike her more than I dislike Katy Perry. And the reason why I don't like her, I don't have anything against showing off your body a little bit, but this girl's head is fatter than Hollywood all put together. And I don't like people like that in the first place. So you give this girl a little bit of something, and she just her head just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, now... Megan Fox channels early Britney Spears in a tied shirt and a mini skirt as she shoots a seductive scenes for TMNT 2. Now, should the word seductive be used in, towards a children's movie? Ninja Turtles was about the 80s classic, okay? Not the very first, where very first time from. I'm talking about the 80s cartoon that I knew and I grew up with that I love passionately, which I am wearing a shirt today, by the way. Didn't, that was total coincidence. Um, I am so tired, and we talk about this every week, and I'm sure it's driving me crazy, of all the sex everywhere. Okay, have it. Just don't have it everywhere. I am not taking my children to see this movie, and I am madly in love with Ninja Turtles, and I'm, I'm so like, I feel like I've been dumped by my 10th grade boyfriend after reading this article, because I won't go. I'm not... Why did they have to ruin such a good thing with Megan Fox dressing like a hooker? What is the point? Grew Shark streaming is having to shut down. That sucks. So what is going on? Why are they making everything about seduction and sex? I'm tired of it. I, you know what? They're, they're ruining my Ninja Turtles, and it's heartbreaking. So... I was on Twitter, and we were going back and forth with, what is this? What is YouTube doing? Move this out of my way. I can't see nothing. Okay, we're just going to open it. <laughs> Why is everything opening another window? So I, I'm. what do you guys think about that? April O'Neil in the 80s, she wore this, like, jumpsuit-looking dress, which was awesome. And... It was, she was classy, the short hair. I mean, Megan's hair in the movie looks great. They did good on her wig. But she looks like a hooker. She looks like something in a porn. I, that's not what Ninja Turtles is for. Go do that somewhere else, you fat-headed biatch. We don't want to see your mug. On, she doesn't even make a good April, and she sucks as an actress. And it's even worse now she's dressed like a hooker. I mean, could they possibly screw it up? I would love to have the director of TMNT on this show and be able to just rip him a new one. Just totally annihilate him. Because this, this is not, I do not want my girls, whether sex sells or not, I don't care. I don't care about that. Because with children, sex doesn't sell. With children, a good movie sells. With adults, it's okay to have 
sex involved if that's what you choose to do. But with children, no, I'm sorry. Sex does not sell with children. That should be just as bad as being a pedophile, if you ask me. That's just as bad. It's horrible. Okay, so she is a hooker and she her acting skills. How did she even get into Hollywood? Don't even answer that. I know how she got into Hollywood. I mean, I can only assume how she got in Hollywood because she sucks all the way around. I'm just severely angry. <clears throat> a, a good thing has been ruined by Megan Fox once again, ladies and gentlemen. So that's my rant right over. Californian space. $10,000 in fines for wasting water. Now, we've been talking about the drought there in California. It's so bad. Plush lawns in areas of California, such as Palmdale, I don't know if you've heard of that, have gradually turned brown as the harsh sun burns the grass. And some residents have dug up their lawns and replaced them with artificial grass, while others have landscaped with plants capable of surviving the harsh desert conditions. What, what is capable of living through no water? What survives without water? I'd just like to know what plant that's like, besides fake grass. So poor Californians, do not waste your water because you're going to get slammed with $10,000 worth of fines. That's crazy. Poor California. Frankie Lee says it sells right along with all the other crap. She's a hooker. She slept with everyone. Yeah, no kidding. Yikes. Have you heard about this bird flu going around? <laughs> that's pretty bad. Bird flu is back in the U.S., and millions of chickens are affected. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm not sure when, if, if every chicken before they are, uh, what's the word? What's the nice way I can put this? Before they're annihilated to become wonderful, yummy dishes on our table. Do they test those for bird flu? I mean, I'm sure that it probably when, when we cook it, I'm assuming that it cooks out. I don't know. Like, I don't, I'm not a scientist or a doctor. But how do you know that your chicken has the bird flu? I know the symptoms for humans, but what is the symptoms for your chicken? I mean, it's contracted so fast and so easily through, through their saliva, their secretions of all sorts when they lay eggs, everything. So how do you know? Now, the U.S. Department of Agriculture on Monday confirmed 5.3 million birds in Iowa. In Iowa, they were affected by an avian influenza outbreak. And the latest causes come for about 2 million birds were affected by an outbreak in Minnesota. Now, the signs and symptoms of bird flu may begin with two to eight days of infection, depending on the type. And in most cases, they resemble those of conventional influenza, which we all love and know. Uh, Cough, fever, sore throat, muscle aches, headaches shortness of breath, so we may all have the bird flu. We don't even know. I may have bird flu for all we know. But as long as the bird flu virus doesn't change into human flu virus, it won't spread too far in people. But sometimes after close personal contact, a person who gets the bird flu does infect. They do. They totally infect another person. In Indonesia in 06, bird flu spread to eight members of one family, and some of several, several of those people died. And it's not clear exactly how this happened, but family members likely had similar contacts with infected birds, and they may also have shared genes that made them particularly susceptible to the virus as, you know, us as humans, usually if our parents contract something easily, we end up receiving that blessing. So the first case in humans was in 1997. Let me check on this. I'm not sure what's going on over here. Uh, happening 
What is happening? I don't want to hear Kristen, though. Oh. Okay. So, we have Runny Beak, Runny Cough Cough, Bagatka, Bagatka. I don't know. I'm not a chicken, so don't expect me to sound like one. Um, <laughs> so, that's, that's a lot of chickens to be infected. Okay, listen to some heart rate, take a drink of water. I have something to say about Microsoft in a moment. Okay. <laughs> so, this is awesome, you guys. Microsoft annual build event led by CEO Seta Nadella waited until the end of Wednesday's keynote to unveil the most stunning part of its presentation. Are you ready for this? The HoloLens. Yeah, that sounds really bad, but it's not. (laughs) The company showed off how Windows 10 apps work seamlessly within Microsoft, calls the Windows holographic platform. The demonstration was impressive. Now, first we have to see how the HoloLens handles an apartment layered in a holographic app panel. And the customized room included holographic items such as a virtual dog, and they named him Fang, by the way, a robot, a holographic start menu in which he opened up a Skype call. The user then pinned the Skype call panel to his wall. Now, this thing is, <laughs> looks like those old-fashioned gaming things. What is it, like Lawnmower Man or whatever, that headpiece that goes around their face? And it fits very comfortably. But, yeah, that's what they wear. And the company showed off all the platforms, the demonstration was extremely impressive. And I got to see on another wall that they had a panel that opened up a big video screen and it was playing a movie. And then by using the command follow me, the selected panel followed him as he walked into another part of his, his apartment. That's how awesome is that? So you can just be like, follow me, I'm watching Labyrinth. And follow me because I'm going to go get something to eat. And you don't have to miss your movie. How awesome is that? On a, excuse me. Well, then he treated a demonstration of how the HoloLens can aid the work of architectural companies like Trimble, a Microsoft partner, that use the system to create holographic building models. They are totally on a table, and you can see these building models. Just, just really cool, really pretty realistic. I mean, a little more colorful than realistic, but realistic. And anyways, the demo video is also showing how, how the designers can collaborate remotely while walking through the same holographic building plans. So not only can it be on your table, but you can blow these up. And you can make it, they had one video where a robot was looking to where there was beams in the wall. So he could see. I don't know how this works. I mean, it's totally genius. But they could, the, the holographic figure could see the panels or the beams in the wall. So he says, no, we have to move it over. So then he scans the wall and looks for there's not a beam. And he says, this is where the door should go. And then he he does the measurements. He helps you with all that. It's insane. (laughs) Now, after that, it was all part of what might have been the most impressive demo. But showing the medical students the human anatomy holography from organs to bones to a fully formed person. Now, the video I watched 
was an actual structure of bones, total, every little thing, the lungs, the arms, the face, the skull, the feet, everything, head to toe, perfectly formed bones from a man that was probably 5'8", So then comes the skin around him, and then you can point to parts of the body and, like, pull it out, not, like, reach in, like, a horror movie kind of pull out, but, like, almost like you're telling it what part of the body you want to see. So then it comes out to be this, oh, I hate this. Stop it. It comes out to be this beating heart, and it shows all the valves to the heart, and it's incredible. Just it shows how it beats everything. This could be a whole new thing for medical students, and I and I believe that it will be the reason why our doctors know everything that they don't know yet. Because you know, you go to the doctor, say it depends what kind of doctor you have. And oh, well, I don't know about that because it, how can you really study something if it's not they're not inside of a body? looking straight at that organ. How could you possibly know everything and how it works? You can read about it. You can watch movies about it. But how are you supposed to really know? And how are you going to see what's really wrong? I think with this technology, it's going to be a new, a new thing. And, and like the guy said in the video, that in about five years, this is going to be a whole new way of the world. And, and so much, if not everything, is going to be based on holograms. How cool is that? So positioning the HoloLens in this context as a learning tool, the presenters highlighted how HoloLens can also be used for environments for art and engineering. Now Microsoft illustrated how the HoloLens can be integrated with the real world, mobile technologies when it brought out a robot called B-15. The tiny unassuming robot wheeled out to the center of the stage and then on command the HoloLens wearing human operator. It was suddenly overlaid as a holographic robot head and an arm construct was hovered over a physical robot. So there was this robot there, and then there was this holographic robot who was just towering over that robot. And the robot controller opened up an array of controls around the robot's body that manipulated the color in real time, and then the HoloLens wearing robot operator switched the robot into pathfinding mode. Now the air trapped on the stage floor in several places and showed how the robot could interpret the holographic points, follow them along a certain path. And if any obstacles came up, the HoloLens where could then update the path just like that, and it adjusted the path that it went. Now, they said they hadn't had a chance to see if the demonstration videos had shown off as stunning as they appear on the company's controlled presentation. But Microsoft announced that several hundred HoloLens devices would be available on site for build attendees to try, so we'll know soon. Now, I'm not sure what build attendees mean, but I do know that I, th I think that we're going to see that uh, holographic stuff sooner than later. You know, I think, it's, I think it's pretty cool. And I always talked about it since I was a kid about holographic. Like, you don't have to have a TV physically in your living room. You could just beam this thing out. And, <laughs> of course, I think after time it's going to take time for them to perfect it and then from there, just like anything else, like the normal cell phones that we had to walk around with bulky cell phones on our hips, you know, I think it's once they get something out, they'll get another idea and they'll keep topping that idea. So it'll be pretty interesting to see how that comes out. 
Now, the Nokia, do you guys remember the Nokia? A certain model is an 8210 where it's really, really thick. You could throw that sucker across <laughs> a skate park, and that thing is just fine. Well, it's making a comeback now, and they're saying they're, it's making a comeback with drug dealers. Now, police are unable to gather, they're able to gather more information from newer phone models because of the technical footprint that they leave behind. Well, dealers favored this old-school model launched in 99 over new smartphones equipped with GPS, Wi-Fi, and Bluetooth, and that's where it gets us in trouble. So that's the new right. If you can even find them anymore, you could, I mean, you could probably go on eBay. You could probably go to one of the cell phone companies that buy cell phones from you, and you could probably find them there. <coughs> but I definitely do know they don't sell those Nokia's uh, at Verizon or anywhere else, for that matter. So the Intel Compute Stick, this is pretty cool. Now, you see that the computers, desktops, <laughs> desktops have come a long way from, you know, from all, all different models that have come a long way. And we get to hear all day and just talk about how far it's come. But now they have, you know, they have the models where your desktop is, the tower isn't there anymore. You just have, everything's built into the monitor. Well, now this, what they have, is an ultimate PC stick. And computers contain a device no larger than a USB key and which then matted with a monitor. So you just plug it in, say your TV, if it's um, USB compatible, you can stick this stick. And it looks almost maybe half the size of your laptop battery and then it has the USB on the end. So you stick that into your TV or a monitor and boom, you have a PC. So you can carry it with you for presentations, it may not be the best thing for, let's say, <clears throat> excuse me, there's certain things that it can't do that our PCs at home can do, but it's very useful for just keeping data, pictures, videos, um, business things, all that kind of stuff. I don't, you know, it's kind of funny because desktops are becoming the way of the world where they're pretty much history already. <laughs> We have one, and it's, it doesn't get used much. Usually I get on the desktop if I need to print something, but I don't really use it too much. I hardly even truly, honestly, I hardly use my laptop much. And it's just a lot of work to take it out of the thing and put it up, and then you have to worry about my... Of course, I have two laptops. One is a... Uh, a small one, touch screens, like a, like a tablet, you'd say, with a keyboard already attached. <clears throat> and that's what I use to, I do my show prep for my phone, and I have an app that I can store all this to, so I can sign in anywhere I'm at, which is amazing. Since I have my phone on me all the time, I, you know, I do a little show prep here, a little show prep there, and I do research on there, and then I save it to this app I have, and then... On Thursday, today, every Thursday, I get in there in the afternoon and I just start going through everything, wording it my own way, taking notes, whatever. It's pretty awesome. And then I have my 17-inch laptop. It's beastly. My friend Anthony came up and says, dang, girl, your your laptop is so heavy. It's like ancient. <laughs> I know. But uh, things are really coming a long way. But speaking, I have... Speaking of good news, I have some awesome, awesome news that you guys are going to love. 
One guy is building an ad blocker for sites that post anything with Kim Kardashian or any of the Kardashians. An ad blocker for the Kardashians. Can't beat that. You literally cannot get go on any kind of social media, seriously. You can't go on Twitter. You can't go on Facebook. You can't go anywhere without the Kardashians, right? They're everywhere. Why they're everywhere, I don't know. I, I am not into the whole Kardashian thing. You know, the only one, there's Rob Kardashian. You know, I, I really like him, and I, I think it's because I feel bad for him. And, and then there's Bruce, who I absolutely adore. But he's not a Kardashian, so, and they don't ever post about Rob, so we're safe there. But this, you literally, an absolute hero is creating the card block. That's what it's called. It's a card, K-A-R-D. It's an ad block that prevents anything about the Kardashians, could be, be it Kim, Chloe, whoever. So it does, they don't, none of their names or anything about them pop up. And they are probably very wealthy if this actually does go on sale. So about time for that. So we're creating an ad block version of the Kardashians. Pound the card block, they said. And we don't care about how Kanye and Kim don't care whether Amy Schumer fell over. We don't care about who the Kardashians are or are not sleeping with. We don't care that Kim dyed her hair blonde. We don't care about the Kardashians. We do, however, care about raising awareness for trans sexuality. Uh, we do care about raising attention and for the money and thousands that died in Nepal. We do care about tens of thousands being slaughtered by ISIS. And no word when the public will have access to this incredible card blocker, but stay tuned and I'll keep, I'll keep an eye on that. And I'll let you know. So, the first teaser for Fifty Shades Darker is released, and it's revealed the sequel will be more of a thriller. With the release date for the sequel to Fifty Shades of Grey now confirmed, fans have been given a sneak peek at what's in store for the next installment. In the first teaser clip for Fifty Shades Darker, Christian Grey, which is played by Jamie Doran, is seen getting ready for a masquerade ball, putting on a tuxedo jacket and pulling back a mask down over his eyes. And that's all you see. So basically, the teaser is a teaser for the teaser. That's how I saw it. You guys are awfully quiet out there. I'm not really sure what to think about that. And don't forget about me. I know you didn't. I enjoyed the books very much. And even though she's not the best writer, she's a new writer, and she didn't have that much experience. She doesn't have a way with words, but she had a way of making those characters come to life. And I honestly think the movie is kind of killing it, but whatever. You can't you can't make it any book. No movie is as, as good as the book. I don't care what you do. Aw, thanks, Izzy. So McDonald's acts as sandwiches and options to revive slumping sales. How is McDonald's losing sales? They have the cheapest fast food menu. I'm sure some people are sick of it. Me, I don't get sick of McDonald's. I don't. I don't get sick of it. But this week, the fast food chain announced it's pulled sandwiches from its menu 
and is testing a simpler version of its Create Your Own Taste program. This month, after the Golden Arches cut eight menu items, Bloomberg reports it's done it again, this time mixing nine sandwiches in the first quarter of 2015. Of the items that are already booted out off the menu, a deluxe quarter pounder burger, six chicken sandwiches, and the honey mustard and chipotle barbecue snack wraps. Those were pulled. McDonald's started slimming down on this menu following six straight quarters of same store sales declines in the U.S., according to Bloomberg. So customers will be able to customize their burger or their chicken sandwich with their choice of bun and topping combinations, including bacon clubhouse, pico guacamole, hot jalapeno, and deluxe. McDonald's spokeswoman Lisa told Cranes the idea is to quickly introduce more choices to our customers as we work toward greater customization. The programs will be tested along California Central Coast, of course, and Atlanta region in Portland, Oregon. So hopefully it will move its way to wherever state you are. I know Nebraska is always the last place. But it's, it's going to be good. I mean, I like how they're letting you customize what bread you use. I'm just fine with my couple dollar menu items I get, and I'm re- really like simple food, plain simple foods. So I don't need any of that other stuff. But we all do something in our lives that's crazy, right? <laughs> and then sometimes we're like, what's just happened? Um, like me, this guy, the 73-year-old, he's, he's really fearless, and he's, he's pretty amazing. I know that I'm not scared of anyone, but to punch a bear straight in the face to save his dog, that's pretty amazing. He squared off with a bear, punched it in the face in order to save his dog, and he said, this is what he said, he was shouting at the bear. He says, get out of here, you bastard, before punching it in the face. And he says, I'm not running from anything I never have in my whole life. That's pretty amazing. Punch the damn bear. I don't know what happened to the bear. If the bear ran off, the guy's okay. The dog is okay. So I'm not sure what happened after he punched the bear. If the bear ran away, <laughs> if he punched him, he already passed out. He probably freaked the bear out. The bear's probably never been punched before. But anyways, that was pretty interesting. Here to share. Yeah, bravo. <laughs> exactly. So I am only bringing this topic up. You know that. Here at the Kalisha Show, we do not promote hatefulness. We only promote love. But we also have a comedy side of us, and we also say things as is. So some may say that I'm a hypocrite. You can call me what you want. I know I'm not a hypocrite. But let me tell you that Jonah Hill, I've loved him for a really long time. And he lost all that weight, and he kind of became a prick, totally. And so now he's... He reveals much larger frame again, and he's even added on a few more pounds. The actor's struggle appears to be getting more and more difficult as he's been seen with much larger frame working on his latest movie. He had clearly piled on the pounds in production, and he, he, he's trying. He's drinking water on the set. He's drinking, you know, I'm not quite sure what just happened. Someone just remixed that. But um, we all have our things. We all have that little extra padding sometimes. And we all, I'm not trying to be hateful. But my point is, let's get this commercial out of here. My, my, deal, my thing is with Jonah Hill 
is that the, the smaller his waist got, the bigger his head got. And I really don't like people like that. Like you can be down to earth and have confidence and still be down to earth and be fun. The real point is, is that no one likes anyone like that. No one wants to be around. I don't care how famous you are. I don't care. I don't care if you're famous. If you're an ass, you're an ass. And if, if you're not famous and you're a good person, well, I like that. And some people are like, kissy. I've met so many people that are so kissy, freaking kissy face, brown nose and assholes. When it comes to these famous people, just so they can be in their life. I'm like, what has this person done for you? that makes you want to brown nose them. Why? Because they're famous? I don't care. I've known famous people. I meet famous people. And I meet them on on a normal level. You are a person. Yes, and I know that I get overly excited about certain ones, but that's just the kid in me. But on a normal level, to actually speak to somebody, whether it be famous or non-famous person, if your head is bigger than the planet you walk on, get out of here. Not, that's boring. I mean, be be down to earth. You can be famous and be cool. I don't know why people let that stuff go to their head. I don't understand it, but it's like Jonah Hill, now that he's gotten bigger, he's calming down. And so for that reason, I'm glad he's gaining his weight back and then some, because maybe he was less funny. The skinnier he got, the less funny he was. So... You know, I can't say that I'm not happy because I am. You know, my Jonah Hill back. Everyone wants to know the world, right? Starbucks. We all know Starbucks is greedy. <laughs> I like some of Starbucks coffees, and we're going to lie. We have a couple coffee places up here in Nebraska called Jitters. Oh, I can't even think of the other one. It's it's terrible. <clears throat> I'm not fond of these places. I, I mean, I really like Starbucks, but they don't support our troops. So I really try to avoid them if I can. Well, now they're selling a $50 gift card. It's worth $50, okay? They're selling it for $200. When I first read the article, I, I thought it said that they're selling a $200 gift card for $50. And I was like, woo! Yeah, I'm down. Well, it's almost Mother's Day, and they're thinking this might be a good gift for your mom. Well, there's only been 1,500 of these cards made and are being sold, of course. Starbucks says the card each has hand-assembled features and a gorgeous artisan rose-based metal with rose-colored coating, laser-etched with traditional Starbucks lettering. Uh so the thing you should know is that you'll spend $200 on the card that mom only gets to use $50 worth of that check so that I can keep this handcrafted card in my wallet or not because it's too heavy and too pretty. So I'm just going to stick it in my junk drawer for safekeeping for an extra $150. That sounds like a deal. <laughs> I'm down. Not. So... You know, I just saved some of this for the end. Some things that will literally freak you out. Things that freak you out, no matter who you are, somewhere down the line, something freaks you out. <clears throat> Say you see someone you used to date is like 20 of your photos. Someone you used to date, 
and they liked one of your photos. Well, why would you add them in the first place if you don't want them to like your photos? I've had I've had a next go on Facebook and buy safe pictures and then tell me they've saved the pictures and then tell me that they've zoomed into them and like looks at every oh that's just awkward. So remember in at work that you might have left your iron on or your coffee pot or your curling iron. Whatever, you just worry about that kind of stuff. All of us, at some point in our lives, worry about that. I remember one time there was a tornado. <laughs> My mom's out in the chat. I remember there was a tornado warning. And, of course, we were at Goodrich in Blair. And the sirens are going off, but that's not really that unusual in the, when you live in a tornado state, even though grass was not too bad, knock on wood. Um. <laughs> We're just having our lunch or dinner. I can't remember what time of the day it was. I believe we had like a late lunch. And the signs are going off and we're like, that's funny. Must be a, like a, a practice. Because when we got to Goodrich, it was totally sunny. Didn't see anything. And <laughs> we, we had, my mom's like, oh, you want some ice cream? Sure, have some ice cream. And then we get out of this place and we're walking down the street and my mom's friend pulls up really fast next to us. She was like, are you guys crazy? Get in the car. There's a tornado warning. And we're like, what? And of course, I'm so scared of tornadoes. <laughs> so I'm totally freaked out. And the first thing that my mom says is, I have to go home and make sure I turn off my coffee pot. <laughs> and so that's the first thing that I think of when people say, oh, I think I may have left my iron on or something, but you know, all of all the things, there's a tornado coming, or so we think there is, and she's worried about <laughs> the coffee pot. <coughs> That's too funny. The other thing is a text that says, I need to talk to you about something. Now, that's a text that I get a lot, <laughs> and that's a text I don't like to get. Um, yeah, before the day of phones, really. Um we need to talk. We need to talk about something. That's something to talk to you about. Oh, I don't like when people do that. And then most of the time when they say that, I have to wait to know what's going on. And so then my mind is taking it elsewhere. It's going, oh, my gosh, what did I do? Because I'm a good person, but I'm kind of a wild child. So I'm like, great, what did I do now? <laughs> it's in trouble. So I don't really like that line. So chances are if you usually text me and say I need to talk to you about something, that I'm probably not going to answer you. Mac Daddy says, I remember being in a martial arts class in Blair one evening when they had a tornado warning in Washington County. Oh, yeah, worried about a fire. I know, Susie, but damn, there's a tornado coming. And so I'm, like, young, and I loved my heart's heart bearer. Had a little heartbeat in his body, and beat. it was so cute. Um, my 16-year-old still won't give it up. And she just holds on to that bear and swears that she's going to keep it for life. But um, that heart-to-heart bear was my everything, and so... If, if there was a tornado, was, for me, my mom was like, I have to check on the coffee pot, and I'm too worried about my bear. I need my bear. I'm still very scared of tornadoes, and, and I'm a big baby when it comes to the, when the wind picks up or there's some <laughs> – if it's, you know, lightning in the daytime doesn't bother me as much because you can't see it as much. But – and I'm a nature girl, so I have to get pictures. 
So you have me outside with the fear of tornadoes and the fear of storms, and I have my camera in my hand, and I'm, like, freaking out. And so, like, most of these videos that I take of the sky, I'm, like, shaking, and you can see it almost, like, trembling. You can hear me breathing. It's like I think I'm being quiet, and I'm holding my breath, and all you can hear in the video is, (sighs) that's all you hear, and I don't even realize it. So then when I go to play it back on my computer, I'm like, really? All I can hear is me breathing. I can't hear anything else. So also remembering your account balance. This is another thing we freak out about. When you get there, you go, you check everything out, everything's bagged up, and then you're like, oh, crap. Did I have $87 in my account? Or did I have $57 in my account? Crap. And, then have to, and there's a line, <laughs> and you're sweating it. There's people behind you getting agitated. You know, like, just calm down, people. If you don't go to the store and expect to be checked out right away, this isn't like... The Jetsons movie, we can't just fly through and then pay for our stuff. Everything just be perfect and dandy. Sometimes you're just going to have to wait, but you're still sweating. You're still sweating. It's a good thing I don't have balls. I don't sweat anyway, but if I did, I probably would sweat there. So, you know, that's another thing that we worry about. How about those dots that you wait for reply in your iMessage or your, like for me, it's Facebook. I'll see my friends typing and the little wavy dots go across the screen and and I'll bring something up either that I really, really want to know or I'm asking about something or um, I'm venting about something and I'm like, maybe I shouldn't have said that much. (laughs) Um, But you see those little dots going, and it's going on and on and on. And all I can think about is, okay, either you're typing a really long message, you're deleting some of what you've written, or there's a ghost in your house. So how about for you, those of you that have a Snapchat or anything like Snapchat, where the night before, but for me, I don't really use Snapchat very much. I have it, but it's a battery sucker. And I, I have people that add me, and I don't know how to block. I don't know how to do any of that. So I just really don't use it. But or you send a picture of yourself, you think you look so glamorous, <laughs> like me after I've had about 10 drinks. Oh, it looks like my makeup is melting off my face, and I'm not sweating. It's like this alcohol coming through my pores, and it, <laughs> I look like a wax museum figurine. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, it looks so good. And doing this pucker pose, or I'm like pulling my shirt down a little ways, and like, you like my everything? <laughs> <laughs> even though there's nothing showing. But the, the day after that, it's like, what was I doing? I kind of sort of remember that, but I don't know if that was a dream. So I pick up my phone and so scared. I'm trembling. What did I send? What did I send? And, uh-oh. Okay, hold on. I'll say this in a minute. So, <laughs> anyways, it, it's pretty scary having these kinds of apps and uh, most people take my phone when I'm completely annihilated because it's in the brand well. Or how about when you leave your phone, for those that have a phone, you think you've left it in the taxi or someone's car or your car and someone's borrowed it, whatever the, the situation may be, you don't have your phone on you. So you're panicking this is bad. And, and it's bad for me because my it's not that I even worry about my, anyone stealing my phone per se, but I worry that 
somebody's going to try and get a hold of me and get angry because I have I have networking pals and I network with them on a daily basis and sometimes three times, four times a week and I do meetings and sometimes that's the only way they contact me and I don't have all of their emails and so sometimes I just have their, their phone number and we text. So I'm freaking out going, oh, great. Someone's going to be angry at me by the end of the day. So that's what I worry about mostly. Um, sometimes we freak out when we send the wrong message to the wrong person or we think we sent it to the wrong person because that person says they didn't receive your email or your text. And the, so when you open up your phone, you see or sometimes you're complaining about somebody or venting, whatever you want to call it. And you open up your phone and the first person on your list is the person that you were just bitching about. <laughs> oh, gosh. Did I just send that person the text? I've done that. It, it never ends good, ever. Um, it's not that I talk crap about anyone, and I, I'm the first person to say what I feel to your face, but there's those times where you just don't want to get into it yet or at that moment, or you just want to speak to them in person. So there'll be where you just like, oh, my gosh, is this so-and-so person pissing me off? I don't know how to tell them. And they might be on vacation or they're busy or working. You just need to get stuff off your chest, whatever. So I've done that. And I've also done it. I remember my probably six phones ago. I don't even know how many cell phones I've had in my life, but it's been a lot. Where I have, I'll go into my messaging and I'll type to that person and hit send. This happened on my very first Samsung. And it was my messaging app was a, a disaster. It was it was still in beta. It just wasn't working right. So I hit send, and people were texting me, like, ding, 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 like texting me, texting me, texting me. I'm like, why is my phone blowing up? <laughs> and I looked down, and so-and-so was yelling at me, saying, why did you just say that to me? Like, that's way too sexual. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was my kid's art teacher. <laughs> Seriously. <It's, laughs> I'm I'm pretty naughty all the time. So <clears throat> it was like my messages were sending to the wrong person, even though I was in the message saying whatever, whatever to so-and-so, or I'd send some funny, it'd be some oddly funny but dirty um, picture that would just make me laugh hysterically. Whether it be about a blue waffle or something. And... <laughs> If you don't know me, you don't know my humor, you're automatically going to get pissed. You're going to get offended. You're going to whatever. So that was like probably three months of hell, and I just stopped texting people. So other things that we freak out, there's remembering that that browser history still exists. Say your friend comes over and he's like, hey, get up on your laptop. Cool. Cool, it's cool. They open up your laptop and then they open it up and they see two girls, one cup. <laughs> I normally wouldn't care, but um, certain certain people might care. So it's like, oh gosh, should I close that tab? It's like all of a sudden you feel these pricklies in the back of your arm. And you're like, crap, did I close that tab? <laughs> this isn't going to be good. I'm going to be so angry. They're never going to want to use my laptop again, which could be good. Or how about... Remembering uh, seeing sniffer dogs. Sniffer dogs say at the carnival 
or at festivals. I know in some cities they have the sniffer dogs. Hmm. Well, where did our music go? We need a hero. So you're you're you don't you don't carry drugs with you. You don't even do drugs. Okay, just say, figuratively speaking, humor me here. You don't do drugs, or you don't carry your drugs. But you're just worried that dog's looking straight at you, and he's getting closer and closer. You're like, hi, puppy. That's kind of nerve wracking. I don't know why we worry about stuff that has nothing to do with us, but we're human and we do that. Or how about the dog that that can smell that you're on your period, and he just goes right, yeah. That's never a good thing. Or how about hearing the beep as your bag is scanned in the airport customs? Again, even if you have nothing and you're not a threat, there's still a little bit of nervousness when you're going through customs. It's been a long time since I flew. I think the last time I've been on the airplane is when I went to Utah to see my sisters. And that was in 04. So it's been that long since I've been on, no, not actually on an airplane, but where let me rephrase that. On an airplane where I've been, where I've had to actually take my stuff off. I haven't had a problem since. But the problem that I've had was when I went to Utah. And that was the last time that I had a problem. They made me take my shoes off. <laughs> they made me take my shoes off and they're all tied up. And I said something on me was beeping. I had to walk through the airport without my shoes. I had to go through the scanners and they had these things held over my shoes. I'm like, please take my shoes apart. I just want to get the hell out of here. And I was three months pregnant at the time. So I was nervous as it was. And then I had a Jeff Gordon lighter. And I, at the time, I wasn't used to all these new rules. Don't come past this area without. But what sucks about that is when you get past that area, it's already too late to hand your belongings off to someone that's walked you up there because they can't go that far. So they had to confiscate my Jeff Gordon lighter. I was so angry. And at the time I smoked, I know I'm a horrible person, but at the time I smoked, so I didn't have a lighter, and I was pissed. Okay, so how about being pulled over? Even though you didn't have a drink that day, you're still nervous they're going to give you a breathalyzer. And, and, but for me, it's like, oh, gosh. I'm going to get some, my luck, I'm going to get some cop that's on a power trip. Because my friend asked me, why is it that you get so nervous about a cop pulling over? They're just people. Yeah, they are, but they also have a lot of power. And I can't remember if I had anything to drink today. This is scary for me. Or how about when a computer program is unexpectedly shuts down? Like for me, when I do my show prep, that's a lot of lot of time and a lot of work that I put into the show. So I'm always worried that for some reason my battery's going to die or it's just going to do an automatic update and it's going to restart my computer and I lose it because it doesn't save. So that I work very about. All right, so before we get to our last, enjoy some Bonnie, Bonnie Tyler. Uh, I have something to share with you. Orange is the new black is coming back in June. Hallelujah. Hold on one moment. I'll be right with you. Susie says, 
Last time I flew, two ladies were searched in closed rooms. That's not cool. Maybe they wanted to be searched. Maybe they had a Game Boy in their anus. <laughs> Chelsea Handler's book, it's an ongoing joke we have around here. Because, and I remember in her first book she had wrote, um, when she went to jail, <clears throat> she'd never been to jail before. And the, this bigger woman, she was kind of manly, is like, puts her gloves on and says, you know, had him strip naked and said, you need to bend over, I have to check your your rear end to make sure you didn't put anything in there. And then, so Chelsea's like, okay, this is a little awkward. So she bent over and then stands up and she goes, wait, 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 I have a question. What's, what is the strangest? Do you really find things in people's anuses? I mean, what do you find up there? And she said, well, the last person that came in, we found a Game Boy. <laughs> so every time, every, that's an ongoing joke. So we always, we always say like when we're cleaning and we have our gloves on, we're like, okay, time to check and make sure you don't have a Game Boy. Um, but anyway. I know it sounds lame, but it's funny at the time. So, Orange is the New Black. I'm so excited. It comes out in June. Oh, but they, on a bad note, they've taken away my revenge. And you know what sucks about that? They've taken away revenge. They, the way that they took it away. They have one more episode left, which I thought there was two, because I swear they said there was three last week. So, I'm really confused. They said that May 10th is supposed to be the last episode. Okay. But what happened to the last episode? Hello? Um, I don't know. I, I, I guess I was upset that it was taken away so quickly. It's like, oh, here's the last, oh, revenge. I, I looked online last week, which is weird. I just had this really sick feeling in my stomach that they were going to take it away. And we had read what was in the top, and, and revenge was above half. So I'm thinking, no, oh, there's a chance. Oh. Then one of my friends on Facebook posts on my on my wall, did you hear that Revenge is being yanked before they even get to season four? <laughs> I'm like, OMG. Why didn't they tell us? I mean, I know he just, the, the creator just kind of found out himself, but he knew that the views were plummeting. And a lot of that is because Revenge was horrible about taking long-ass breaks. I don't know why they did that. That that hurts the show. It really does. And I think they added enough twists and turns last week to last the whole season. So they could have they could do more. They could change revenge covers so much and can keep going. They could have made it to where they started the next season where their lives were great. Um, I know two major characters were killed off this season, but there was other characters they could have carried it on with. But they chose just to cut it off and tell us one episode before the last episode. <laughs> that sucks. <clears throat> so, Orange is the New Black. I have to keep moving forward with the positive. It's coming out in June, and we're really excited. If you watch it, you will remember Suzanne, the crazy eyes. Um, she's, she's got to turn this down. Bonnie Tyler is pretty loud. Uh, she's, she's wild, and she has these big, big, big eyes. That's what they call her crazy eyes. But she's She's so playful and giddy, and she's crazy. <laughs> so they made this in honor of her. If we were to read motivational posters as if Suzanne Crazy Eyes was to read them. Are you ready for this? They even have them on really pretty pictures of the sunset and the cornfield. Like, they're beautiful. You have to remember that she's crazy. So as I read these, you have to put this in this, that state of mind. Oh, my gosh. Pause, Bonnie, because she's so loud. Okay, this one says, before I met you, 
the sun was like a yellow grape, but now it looks like fire in the sky. Why? Because you light a fire inside me. And that's how she talks. So I'm going to read you a character here. This will make it more interesting. This one says, over, it's a picture of a city and there's clouds and a rainbow. It says, sometimes when I'm real upset, they tie me down like a balloon so I don't float away. <laughs> I love that. That's pretty hysterical, actually. This one says, with these people's, I don't know, I can't tell what's boy. It looks like a boy's feet um, with the Converse shoes, the black and white Converse shoes looking over the grass and trees. Chocolate and vanilla swirl. 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 <laughs> This one says, I threw my pie for you. If you don't watch it, this will make no sense to you. I'm so, so very sorry. This one says, if she likes dragons, wife her up. <laughs> she likes dragons, wife her up. Don't waste time with chicks who are weeds if you're a garden rose. <laughs> this one says, if you were still my wife, I would tell you all the time how much I like your titties. Oh, that's so sweet. And this one says, my therapist says, yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery. <laughs> this one, I don't, oh, no. Wait. This one, don't waste your time with silly bitches. This one says, I will cut you. <laughs> That's my famous line. Oh, I will cut you. If you don't pick up your mess, I will cut you. <laughs> oh, it's disturbing. My brain is always there for you, thinking things for you. This one says, it's like you to become more you, which is normally like, boom. But now it's like, okay, because the person chose to take all that weird stuff, whatever's wrong or bad or hiding in you, and it's all right. You don't feel like such a freak anymore. <laughs> okay. All right, see, so this one says, tell her she has nice titties. Girls like that. And so I know something about loving people who aren't smart enough to want to be loved back. So those are pretty fun. Uh, also, if you're able to please help my friend Brandon, you guys, he is his name is Brandon Scott. Add him on Facebook if you want to get to know him. He is a comedian. He's he's practically a genius. Really nice guy, down to earth. Um, he's a network wants to pick something up, a pilot for him, and I can't quite get into what it's about. That's his position to let you in on that when he wants to, when he's ready to. But it's it's going to be something really, really big. And I'm going to be one of the lucky people. When he comes down to Omaha, he's going to let me be a part of his project. I'm really excited. Really nice guy. Um, if I didn't believe in what he was doing, I wouldn't be asking you. If you're able to help, a dollar, two dollars, five dollars, whatever you can do, send it to Brandon Scott Seven at gmail.com, and I promise you, he will be so happy. He will say thank you. He's a very good guy. Please help him out if you're able to. Thank you so much, you guys. I'll see you guys next week on the Kalisha Show. I will work on the website. I don't know what's going on and why you guys couldn't hear. I'm very, very sorry about that. We'll see you next week.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.